Well, hello, everybody. It's wonderful to have you with us. I pray wherever you are that you know that God is with you exactly in the place where you are. Well, we are in this brand new series called Being Led by the Holy Spirit. It's one thing to know about the Holy Spirit, but how do we get led? How do we use the Holy Spirit or how does the Holy Spirit work in our life? And all of us, all of our lives, once we've given our life to God and committed our life to God, is we have to grow in that understanding of how do we open our life to the Holy Spirit. It, it's difficult to understand, to be honest, because it sounds a little strange in one sense to many people, not to everybody. Uh, but if you're someone of prayer, if you're someone who is open to God in your life, you will notice the Holy Spirit in your life. But we have to learn to recognize the signs and the ways of the Holy Spirit. And that's what this series is about. Uh, even in my life right now, and I've been at this for a long time, I'm just completely dependent on the Holy Spirit. And I'm certainly in need of the Holy Spirit in my life right now to give me guidance. One of the ways, and there are many, but one of the ways that God, the Holy Spirit speaks to us is that we begin to feel unsettled. And what do I mean by that? We feel like something, there's something else to do. There's something to say. Something's coming to an end. That, and, and, and we feel a stirring within us. I, I was talking to a friend of mine recently and I said to him, it's almost like a holy discontent within our life. The spirit begins to, in a sense, work within our life. One of the areas where I've been experiencing that in my own life personally, and this well, and, and it's so individual to all of us, so this won't apply to you, but this is just where I'm at in my life right now, is if you knew me prior to COVID, you would know that I spent a huge amount of time traveling. When Rosemary and I first got married, one of the things we felt like God impressed on our heart, as much as you can understand that, is that we felt like God say to us, have your children while you're young, because I've got something for you to do when you're older. And so for the last few years, I've spent a lot of time, which I couldn't have done when my children were younger, I've spent a lot of time traveling, being away for months and months of the year, sometimes with Rosemary, sometimes by myself, traveling, speaking in all kinds of places, from churches to halls to auditoriums to large groups of people to small groups of people. And I felt like that's what I meant to do. Then COVID comes along and, well, that changes. Uh, and, and we stopped doing that for various reasons and obvious reasons as well. Well, in recent times, I've been, as I've shared in the past with people, I've begun to feel this stirring that I should travel again, that I should go to places and that I should gather people for prayer, that I should share the gospel with some people and that we should be raising up other women and men who themselves can lead and encourage and proclaim the gospel and, and, and reach many, many, many people. Because I'll only reach some, but gee, if we could raise up lots of people, we'd reach a lot more people in our modern world. But how do you do that? You know, like I've been feeling the stirring. Should we go to New York or to Chicago or to London or to Rome or to some small town or village that no one's ever heard of? And, and so what I've been saying to the Lord is, Lord, is if this is from you, Holy Spirit, if this is your prompting stirring me, then you must open the doors. And if you open the door, I'll walk through the door. See, that's one of the things that we say to the Lord in our life when we're being led by the Holy Spirit is to put it back to the Holy Spirit. Now, one of the most important places that the Holy Spirit will speak to us is, is through the Bible the scriptures. Now, people 
uh, I've had two people just today say to me, I'm not very good at the Bible. I'm not very good at the Bible. I, I never really understood it. I never read it. Matter of fact, I was actually, I and my friends were discouraged from reading it. So we don't know it. But, and that's okay. But we're living in a different time. The Bible is, this is just not a novel. This is not a Harry Potter novel. This is inspired, this is a writer that the Holy Spirit inspired to write. And so the, so the writer, using their own intellect, their own skill, their talent, took what they understood. And as they wrote, there was this added Holy Spirit that came into their life so that this book could speak God's kingdom into the world. And this, speak, God, this book could speak across generations, across time. And so this book, when we read it, we read the words of it, it speaks out to us. God's leading and direction. Now, you might stop and say, but there's so many things that I don't understand. Well, if that's what you're saying, join the club because I read so much of it and I just don't understand it. Let me give you some advice that was given to me years ago. Read the bits you can understand. And often the Gospels of Matthew, Mark, Luke and John, the epistles of Paul, so many of those we can understand, the Acts of the Apostles, the New Testament. Read those stories. And as you read them, it's amazing how the Holy Spirit will speak to you through them. Now, in the, in the book that I've been talking about, Prayers to the Holy Spirit, in the back of it, I've put 45 verses of Scripture about the Holy Spirit. Because if the Holy Spirit is meant to guide us into all truth, because that's what it says, and Jesus is the truth, if the Holy Spirit is meant to guide us into the kingdom of God, this book will guide us because the Holy Spirit was the one who inspired it. Inspired it. Now, one of the passages of the scripture, let me give you an example of uh, when we're making a decision is if we go and have a look at Galatians chapter 5, verse 22, Galatians chapter 5, verse 22, and it talks about the fruits of the Holy Spirit. When the Holy Spirit comes in our life, what can we expect? And it says, by contrast, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There's no law against such things. Um, and then it goes on and it says, And those who belong to Jesus Christ have been crucif have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. And then it says in verse 25, If we live by the Spirit, let us be guided by the Spirit. So we have to, so to be guided by the Spirit is to listen to the promptings of the Spirit within us and then run it through what we might call the fruits of the Spirit test. So, for example, you might, you might all of a sudden begin to feel unsettled in your work. And you might think, well, I'm meant to go and do something else. And you don't understand that unsettling. You could stop if you don't believe in the Holy Spirit and stop and go, well, it's just a thought I've got. Or you could stop and say, Holy Spirit, are you speaking to me? That was my question when the television began for me. I remember this thought kept coming in my mind, television, television. And I remember stopped and I wrote in my prayer journal one day, Lord, are you saying something to me about the Holy Spirit? And then a whole series of doors opened. And so what we do is, is we run it through this. We go to scripture and then we run it through the test of the fruits of the Spirit test. If I make this decision, if I leave my job, am I at peace? Because that's one of the fruits of the Spirit. Now, logically, it may not make sense, but you might be very peaceful. 
that that's what you're meant to do. As I've shared with you in, in previous stories, when I was working in another job in the church, fully paid and, and in a very well-funded position, working for the Archdiocese where I was working, I had this thought, I should leave and I should go and start a ministry to proclaim the gospel and I'll have to look after the funding myself, but the church will support it. But I'll have to go and do all that myself. I had five children at the time. And yet when Rosemary and I talked about it, the one thing we felt was we felt peaceful. And we, and, and we felt that this was a right step, even though logically it wasn't a right step. So, we, so, so read the scriptures. And as you read the scriptures, you'll be stunned at how much it raises in your mind. And you'll begin, begin to be able to hear and sense that spirit of God within you. Uh, and it will come. So in the back of the Holy Spirit book, I put 45 verses of scripture about the Holy Spirit guiding, leading, uh, speaking to us. And as you reflect on that, just highlight them, reflect on them, pray through them. And I think you'll be stunned how the Holy Spirit will guide you and lead you in your life. Well, I'm going to read one of the prayers from the Holy Spirit book. And this prayer is called Prayer for Holy Spirit Guidance in Our Life. Why don't we pray? In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Holy Spirit, thank you that you love me and seek to be active in my life. I pray, Holy Spirit, that as I listen to your voice, that you would guide and lead me in the decisions that I must make every day, that I must make this day. Help me to distinguish your leading and your voice from my flesh, that seeks its will and not your will to be done in my life. I choose you, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, I want you in my life. Help me to be transformed in my thoughts so that I might be able to judge and through the Holy Spirit what is good, pleasing and perfect to you. Lord God, as I surrender my life more to the presence of the Holy Spirit within me, May you lead me into all truth which is found in you. And Father, I make this prayer in the name of Jesus through the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, I pray that you would experience the guidance of the Holy Spirit. Uh, now, now, if you want that prayer book, people are asking me where you get it. Or, um, you can go to this address on the screen or to the gift tab. Now, you choose how much you want to contribute for the book. You can, you can give the minimum amount if that's what all you can afford um, so that you make sure you get it. Uh, if you're someone who can contribute more, of which many people are, to make it possible for more people to be able to get it as well, you choose the price that you pay. Just go to those addresses and I pray that it blesses you. Hey, God bless you. See you tomorrow. And don't forget, wherever you are, the Holy Spirit is never far from you.